0: Thank you.
1: Welcome to the Tate and Todd Washington Commanders Podcast, and we are back. Back. Back at it, and we are back in the flow of things. We apologize to everyone. Took a kind of, you know, a little detour. Vacation. Vacation and stuff, so uh, we're back at it, though. And Todd, how you feeling?
2: 35 days until week one. So that's how I'm feeling. That sums up how I'm feeling. You know, we haven't been recording but we've still very much been on it but i'm just 35 days till week one that that's how i'm feeling Tay camp is happening fastest off season ever i'm feeling amazing because it's 35 days and because tomorrow night there's a football game no matter the level of competition there's football tomorrow so that's how i'm feeling how are we feeling yeah.
1: And I'm feeling great. And there's some kind of entry to, to tomorrow. I mean, we play mm-hmm. the Jaguars week one. So, right. although Eden uh, is not playing and um, ATN?
0: playing. Yeah, it's in, uh, I don't know <laughs> what, I'm all over the place.
1: It's <laughs> two months yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travis is not playing. <laughs> Tra- um, <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Yeah, we're looking forward to, I'm looking forward just to seeing what they have. Uh, obviously, you won't get a, a big picture of what they're going to do, but you'll see some kind of principal stuff of what uh, offense, defense, what they'll do defensively. So um, I'm excited. I'm thrilled. Uh, we were able to go to OTA um, earlier in July. Uh, so that was fun. But, man, I'm just – I'm ready to get this little short vacation out the way because I know we yeah. needed that because as soon as this week comes, I mean, we're going to hit the ground running. So. Right.
2: Exactly. So, and uh, you know, we weren't recording, I mean part it was the dead part of the off season, still got to stay on it, but I think we have we've been doing this since well, May of 2020. Been over 2 years can pretty consistent. I think we we both kind of got really busy with stuff. I know for one, I mean, you're about to be a, a dad real soon, but that along with other stuff, what have you been doing the past couple months?
1: Uh, a lot of traveling, man. A lot of traveling, different states. uh About six states in eleven days. Wow! And, uh, and a couple of meetings, and then on top of that, the baby's coming, man. So a lot of point, a lot of appointments. Yeah, uh, it's it's getting crazy. It's getting real. <laughs> Get closer due date is August twenty eighth. So man, uh, I'm that's just crazy. That I'm kind of glad it's in the preseason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like that if it wasn't in the preseason it would happen on a Sunday. Opened, I was just gonna say off. I'm trying
2: to imagine uh, what September uh, September eleventh right. at one PM. She's going into labor. Right, right. <laughs> You'd be like, uh, okay, all right, um all right, push <laughs> push, yes, no, push
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what we're going on. <laughs> um yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm I'm back in the saddle now. Got some th- got some downtime, and yeah. uh, I'm on baby watch, so I got plenty of time. And uh, how about you, nice. Todd?
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, some traveling too. Um, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, another Florida coming up soon. And I think on top of that, I've just kind of been focusing on some like business stuff that has made it hard for me to do anything else. Mm-hmm. Like not even just commander's content it's just been it's been like right here at the very forefront of my mind and and all the way to the back so it's been kind of hard to to do anything else because i've been so focused on one thing but
1: gotta be able to talk about it you know we talk about it we just haven't put it on yeah exactly we
2: just haven't done it and then when you when you when you get out of out of the rhythm and flow you kind of just but it's okay i think after after over two years a little two-month break Now the season's coming back and we'll just, we'll stay with it. For sure. Back to it. Cause, um, you know, we've had some people telling us we need to, obviously, which we appreciate. Also shout out to Mo who we met this past Sunday at the FXA flag football, um, league that we play in. It's a kickoff. We're kicking the ball to his team. I'm running down the field, grab his flag. And he's like, yo, he's like, yo, I watch your YouTube. I was like, you watch Tay and Todd? He's like, yeah. I was like, that's crazy. First of all, <laughs> that's that's really cool. Nice to meet you. And then we played a, a game that ended up being very annoying for us that ended in a tie uh, very annoyingly. But um, he was a cool guy, good player. Uh, um, you, you, some guys, you can just tell based on what they're wearing that they're going to be a problem. So yeah. he was one of them. <clears throat> but it was, it was great meeting you. Shout out to you. And he was like, when are y'all going to put more stuff out? So here we are putting more stuff out. So that's kind of what it's been. Tay. You know, just been busy, baby life. But now we're back, back in football. I, maybe, maybe not recording. Made this offseason go by so much faster because, Dope. Tay, I promise you, this is the fastest offseason ever. I feel like it was just the draft.
3: Yeah.
2: And before sure. that, I feel like it was just the Super Bowl, like yeah. crazy. Yeah. Thirty-five days until week one.
1: I think the longest period this offseason was the, leading up to the draft. I think yeah. because we kept talking I agree. about agree. kept talking we kept so talking
2: long. about Drake London, about yeah. Garrett Wilson, about Chris Olave, about Jameson Williams, about Traylon Burks. Yes. And we drafted <laughs> Jahan Dotson. <laughs> and I want you to know I'm not going to let I'm not <laughs> I want to see Jahan Dotson. If he comes out and he's really really good, you if those of you who were watching Rio's live stream you remember, remember, okay. Just remember, just remember. Uh, <laughs> that was a fun night. <clears throat> oh, man. So, camp is is in full swing. About the first full week of camp that's taken place here. Um, hasn't been, you know, a whole lot of fan attendance by design. So we've seen some things, heard some things. We haven't been able to make it out there yet. uh Possibly plan to maybe this week, maybe next week. Seen a lot of reports, right? Haven't seen, I feel like, as many as we usually would, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's just because they're they're not in Richmond anymore, which is which is very different.
1: Sure.
2: It sounds like it's just been a typical back-and-forth camp. Defense has a day. Offense has a day. Wentz hasn't looked bad. He hasn't looked like Tom Brady. He's, he's looked good, though. He's made plays. I think the standouts from what we've heard have been Jahan Dotson carrying over from OTAs. We've heard about Dotson more than Terry McLaurin, uh, right. Um, Cole Turner has been another name. We've heard a lot about. He's your tight end one right now with Logan Thomas and John Bates hurt, heard a lot about Kendall Fuller and how he's been playing very well. Um, so I guess what so far that you've heard first week of camp, what excites you the most? What has excited you that you've heard the most reported from week one of camp?
1: I'm going to say Jahan Dotson, man. I just think he's legit, man. Mm -hmm. I I love his game. And uh, from what I'm hearing from the Twitter searches that I've been seeing and from the media and even from the players, you know, Kendall Fuller said today he's a pro. You know, he's a steady Eddie. You know, he reminded Mm -hmm. me like it been Ryan Carrion when he first came into the league. So um, Jahan Dotson, man, a lot of people are like, oh, it's Terry. He's supposed to be better than Terry. He's a first round pick.
2: He is. You're Obviously,
1: right. Pick So don't be mad if he's better than Terry. I'm not saying right. that he is going to be better than Terry, but we should be excited if he is better than Terry, because if he's better yeah. than Terry, that means he's going to be a top 10 receiver. Right. Like, pretty much. Um, so I think Jahan Dotson, man, I think he's going to be special. I think he's going to be one of those guys. I mean, I look at his stats last year, 91 catches and like 1,100 yards and a big 10. You know, <laughs> yeah. That's right. With some that. of the worst quarterback play. With the worst quarterback play. And then you see the other guys who are in that conference, like a Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. So I'm just interested to see how this is going to carry on. But uh, it's, it's clear, it's obvious that Carson Wentz and John Dotson have a great bond, a great chemistry. And I wonder if Terry's going to feel some type of way about that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I know Terry's not that type of guy, but he is the number one receiver on the team money-wise so I wonder if uh Jahan Dotson may be the number one this year who knows look
2: you never know um Dotson's quote that's kind of making the rounds in the NFL world right now is quote when I see the ball up in the air I see it as a million dollars I love money so I'm trying to get it Mm. I mean I love that mentality you know I love that mentality and um What we've seen from him, it seems like he is just going to be as reliable as it gets in terms of catching the ball. We just got to see it happen. Uh, For me, in terms of what I'm most excited about, I think I'm going to say what we've heard about Kendall Fuller. Kendall Fuller didn't have a a great start to the season last year. Uh, Second half of the season, he wasn't bad, but people forget how good Kendall Fuller was, which means how good... He could be potentially. I think at this stage in the game, Kendall Fuller is your outside corner. I think that he was a nickel. He was a really strong nickel. Mm -hmm. But being a nickel cornerback requires a certain agility that can kind of wear over time because he's not as young as he was coming into the league, still not old. But maybe he's an outside corner now. And if he – look, in camp he's not going up against slouches, right? He's not going up against terrible receivers. He's going against Terry McLaurin. He's going against Josh Dodson, Curtis Samuel, so on. And he's held his own from what we've heard. If he can be uh, the player you think he could be, be be better than he was last year, potentially be, you know, uh, your de facto lockdown corner. You know what I mean when I say that? I'm not talking Darrell Revis, but just a reliable cover corner. That's huge for this defense because last year they did not have that. So. I'm looking at kendall fuller as someone who we know is a good player when they first year they signed him solid i think was it how many interceptions did he have to start the season it seemed like every week he had an interception to start the season for the first six weeks or something um and so now it seems like rather than saint juice being your outside and kendall being in the inside they switched it you've got St. juice in the slot with his size and you've got kendall outside i'm looking forward to seeing that play out that's what excites me um now what has been your biggest concern first week of camp so far
1: uh i know you want to approach the elephant in the room so i'll save that one for you Uh, but i'm okay go go
2: ahead yeah yeah i know you're talking about
1: uh, (laughs) biggest concern probably would be Jamin davis i knew Um, it yep david mayo apparently has been getting some first team snaps alongside of cole holcomb Uh, Right. But so I take that with a little bit of caution because I know Ron Rivera just came out yesterday and talked about Jamin and said how he's improved and how he's so proud of him and how he's starting to play a little bit faster. Also, on top of that, Cole Holcomb said, you know, I can trust him more now. I can Mm -hmm. feel that way. So I take that. I take a Jamin with a little bit of caution, though. I think he's I think he has the ability if he is a top 10 linebacker this year at his position that Sam this defense goes through the roof. So it's important for Jamin Davis to produce this year, and if he can, if he can show a glimpse of what he did at Kentucky, I think this defense has the potential to be very special. So uh, that, that's my that's my one of my biggest concerns is just Jamin Davis not being with the first unit or just splitting snaps with David Mayo. However, I do yeah. think in the preseason, I think he'll begin to take over that, or early in the season, I think they're going to make him earn it rightfully mm, so. Right,
2: right. And then yeah, I wonder.
1: Oh, sorry, sorry. Finish and, then, and then, then I think he'll take over at some point.
2: I worry about how much of what Rivera says is kind of just that coach speak, you know, where you have to be optimistic about the guy where, you know, you trust what they're doing more than what they're saying. Cause like you said, with him running with the twos is really not ideal as your first round pick last year. But like you said, we'll just have to see it play out for me. You know, I mean, you said it the elephant in the room, rather than having a whole conversation about it, we can just touch on it. But Curtis Samuel, uh, Jalen from bleeding B and G made a good point. Like, All of us are proponents for Curtis Samuel. He is a very good player. I mean, he is an explosive weapon, a 4-3 wide receiver with running back ability who can catch it down the field, who can take it at the line of scrimmage and go and be gone. Missed almost all of last year with the groin injury. This year, we're not hearing about the groin injury, which appears to have healed. We're hearing about a conditioning issue. And when discussing that, you know, Jalen made a good point of, again, bleeding BNG, check out his YouTube, check out his Twitter. He couldn't work while his groin was healing, right? You know, once they got to the point where this just isn't working, he can't train anymore because his groin needs to heal. Maybe he fell out of football shape because of that, because they've been playing it safe with him all offseason. Now you're really ramping up. You're out in the heat, right? You're working hard. You're running full speed. You're making cuts that he has really not been able to make for a while now. His body hasn't done it in so long successfully that it's it's weighing on him he's you know he's there's strain on his back and on his i think it was his hamstrings yeah and so in a way it is still the groin if that's what it is right it's still a lingering effect of that my question is are they playing it safe with him because he'll be ready week one and they just want to guarantee that or are they not sure and they're really trying to protect him and conserve him if he can't go full speed, full reps, full snaps, week one. <clears> Tay, <throat> that's concerning. I don't need him in the in the preseason, right? He knows the offense. He should know the offense. He knows how he's gonna be used. He's been in the league long enough. So I don't need to see him in the preseason. I need to see him week one through week 18 playing full speed. And hearing every other practice that he's, you know, on the side field or he's taking a rest day, they have a plan that's great but that's not what you want to hear about a guy who missed basically all of last year so that's definitely my biggest concern I'm glad that they drafted Dotson because when we talked about in the offseason Tay and, and you know I was the biggest proponent of them drafting wide receiver because you shouldn't have the expectation from Curtis Samuel this year just based off of last year if he can play and play fully well and play all season that's fantastic but i think it would have been short-sighted to go into the season expecting him to be 100 ready considering all he dealt with last year which we're not blaming him for it's the reality of the situation right. now if you do have him that that three wide receiver combo could be pretty deadly so that's my concern uh it's clearly not as bad as the groin thing but i hope that yeah
1: what's the second round picking in if he can if he can that's receive? right
2: that too exactly you have you have someone some depth there so that's my biggest concern <clears throat> We've got preseason football next week that I think they probably we're looking forward to more than maybe ever because you've got Sam Howell <laughs> who's going to be playing who is, you know, so I'm looking forward to that. And then, um, you know, notable things like, you know, Derek Forrest and Percy Butler playing that free safety spot or that that I guess that second safety spot with Cam Curl up in the box when they go with three safeties. James Smith Williams is your starting defensive end as long as Chase Young is out. I know neither of us were surprised when they said Chase Young wouldn't be playing week one. Mm -hmm. I've been saying if we can get 10 games out of Chase, that's good. Mm -hmm. So it's not surprising at all hearing about that. Um, And we never touched on Terry McLaurin's contract, which I knew they were going to get done. But do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. uh, One thing about the the training staff, I think this training staff is being a lot more cautious than previous regime, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is going to benefit. I have a good feeling about this year. Uh, knock on wood about injuries. I think the team is doing very well as far as making sure guys are prepared. You know, uh-huh. those, soft, those soft tissue injuries. Yeah, I
2: was going to say using those helmets too.
1: Yeah, using the helmets. I think the team is doing really good, and I like this new guy who they brought in. I think his name is Al. Um, I can't. I can't forget yeah. him, the training. The training guy. Uh,
2: the trainers. Yeah
1: but but he seems to be doing a good good job and the players seem to like him and i think they're going to be cautious especially with chase young be cautious we don't i don't think we we personally need him for those first six games or however long the duration of that pup is yeah i think just let him come back healthy let him play those 10 games like like ron said this is a long-term investment
2: al bellamy Al Bellamy, Al Bellamy, yep.
1: yeah, so, uh, and he and he had rave reviews at every destination he was at coming from that college. I remember watching a video or hearing a, seeing an article about him at the, the school he was at prior and how the players loved him. So, yeah. um, I, I'm assuming the same thing would transfer over to this, but as far as Terry McLaurin. Uh, Can I Michael just say McLaurin. real quick, uh-huh.
2: we, didn't, we never acknowledged how crazy it was that the FBI was raiding the facility because the athletic trainer... Got it. So, okay, all right. Sorry, go ahead, Terry McLaurin. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> go ahead, <laughs>
1: uh, Terry McLaurin. Uh, Class act, man. The interview was awesome. He's starting to get his flowers around those, the national media, and it's just pretty cool. Yeah, uh, number
2: Madden eight break. in Madden. Yep.
1: Yeah, number eight in Madden and Madden, and um, it's just cool to see one of your homegrown players starting to get recognition. Right. Go through, right. Get him a guy, Carson Wentz can produce with him, but I think it was rightfully deserved he has a chance at 29 to break the bank again so um, i think it's good for both parties i'm just glad they're ready to get this done
2: yeah and i mean you know we can pretty much leave it on that note the last thing i want to say since you said carson wentz right um this is his first time playing in a new offense in the nfl Mm -hmm. and it's one that caters more to his style of play which is an aggressive downfield offense so I'm looking forward to that. Antonio Gibson showed up. We've talked so much about Gibson. Showed up looking lean. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's exciting to see. I mean, there's a lot of reason definitely to be excited, Tay. Jason Reed, you know, formerly of the Washington Post, now I think with ESPN, I think or I'm not sure who he's with exactly. He kind of does his own thing with wherever he is, but uh He said that six games, six wins would be a very, very good season for the Commanders. I just have to completely disagree with that because how do you, I mean, how does that make sense? You know, coming off a seven win season, dealing with what you dealt with last year with the difficult schedule, it just objectively six wins would not be a very, very good season. Six wins would be a not good season for the Commanders based on the talent they have, which is objectively a talented roster without a franchise quarterback. not 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 a super bowl contending roster but a talented one so there's definitely reason to be excited um and next week about eight days tay when yeah in eight days we're going to be watching an actual commander's game can't wait to see it so yeah
1: that's gonna be fun because i feel like this team actually has a plan you know obviously last year we didn't see william bradley king but it's like ron has a system that he's like a a system that he's building. So if a guy like a Chase misses, yeah, a guy that can step up that already knows the a system, young guy, a, a young guy, yeah, and, um, it's going to be very interesting. Even Jared Patterson. I mean, in the preseason, him and Sam Howell yeah. gonna be splitting reps in that last quarter or majority of the game. Well, and, um Jared you said Patterson. Jared Patterson? yeah he'll be okay he'll be, yeah he'll be, he'll be with reps with uh how getting reps with how
2: yeah 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 right 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 right. And sorry you he, said splitting reps so i was like yeah, a quarterback yeah,
1: right, right, right. <laughs> gotcha if yeah you yeah get, yeah we get some meaningful reps in those right games, because he's trying to fight for a spot too and he's good in training camp so right um, I'm, I'm truly excited the offensive line i love the depth i'm looking forward to seeing cp the seventh um, <laughs> the guard, um don't be surprised yeah. if Chris Paul starts as left, left, left guard this year. That might be something.
2: Mm, that's, that's okay. He, he that's moved a hot up to the second hot string.
1: With tra- Trey Turner battling some injuries, um, it might be interesting. It might be interesting, as, as Ron would say, yeah. for uh, him to get those snaps at the second string and move up to the uh, first string. So I'm, I'm excited, man. Be there Saturday. I don't know if y'all go on Saturday. I know me right. and Todd plan on being there. A lot of the guys in the group chat. So we're looking forward to that. Just being able to last year was a blast last it year was, really a was.
2: Night, right friday yeah last year was yeah, friday so this year
1: i'll be able to get out there a little bit earlier yeah yeah some time man and just take it all in so i'm excited
2: yep it's gonna be great we're gonna we're gonna be we're, we're back to it now basically so um know, yeah, we'll be talking about whatever and, and maybe doing some sort of countdown because we're about five weeks away from from commander I, I said 35 days that's not right we're 38 days Thirty-eight days until <laughs> until week one. Yeah. Thirty-five days on Sunday. It will be five weeks exactly on Sunday. So, as always, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. We're back back to it, and uh, we're going to be providing great content as the season goes along.
3: This is Todd.
1: This is Tate. We're out.